Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Oh God! Oh, oh, we're on YouTube. There we go. We're being YouTube. We're being broadcasted okay, as we let, speak. Let me just see if I'm suddenly paranoid that I haven't got. Hi, everyone! If you're watching on YouTube, hello, bonjour, welcome, David. Welcome, ha- happy Christmas, David. Happy Christmas to you, pal random movie generator how you doing absolutely i'm doing very well as you can see i'm in the festive spirit i have three uh golden um well what would you call them uh ribbons stars in my uh in my head sort of going for almost sort of jesus nazareth kind of vibe type yeah. of feel how long uh, did that head- take to put on that in actual fact it took me quite a while to put on in the sense that um to get the sticky thing off the back it took um, a lot of uh, a lot of perseverance, focus, and dedication, but I got there in the end. And they Where did you get stick. them from? Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, welcome if you're watching live. For those of you uh, listening on the podcast, where did you get the uh, golden? The golden stars came from golden uh, stars, I would call them, wouldn't you? Golden stars, golden present ribbons. Would that be the right description for them? <laughs> I feel like you're flirting with me tonight. So I've got a slightly kind of like, what's the it's word? Like you're um, tipping your head. Slightly, you the... say, quark, kind of like I'm leaning on a bar, switching <laughs> a Jack Daniels, and I just glance your ve- eye. It's very alluring, David. Absolutely. Like, it's just you and me and some chap in the background playing on the piano. Yeah, yeah. Well, Merry Christmas to you. If there Merry was, Christmas if to you. If there was any so uh, hanging around. Oh, God. Uh, It'd knows? be like that AHA music video. I'd come through the screen and uh, give you a lip lock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello, Mandy. Hello. Oh. Oh, there she is. A bit more Christmassy today. Yeah. A bit more. Uh, yes. Did you hear Jingle her? jangle. I certainly did hear her. Definitely. Don't worry about that. What did she just say? She just said uh, "whoop whoop, uh, whistle whistle," which um, I think means "Happy Christmas" in robotic language. I hope. I hope it's nothing too uh, rude or lewd. Mandy, how are you feeling? Uh, I want to put all our problems behind us. She said she wants to put all the uh, all your problems behind Be- her. Behind me. Absolutely. 2023 is on the way, and we need to push them aside, like dog toilet on, on a pavement into into a hedge. That metaphor didn't work, did it? But, uh, you know, just, just, just put it away. The toxicity, let's just uh, set fire to it and let it just yes. go up into the atmosphere and forget about it and move on. 
anyone watching live uh welcome along um i hope you're uh hope everyone's well uh thanks for popping along um david let's start what's your least favorite christmas movie my absolute least favourite Christmas movie definitely is all the um, recent, well, not that, that recent, but the ones that Robert Zemeckis did when he got really into CGI, like Polar Express uh, with Tom Hanks, where um, they used the CGI to recreate the uh, the famous children's book and Tom Hanks plays loads of characters and then like CGI corpses come to life. Then he did another one with Jim Carrey, Scrooge, once again with CGI motion capture and um, it really wasn't Robert Zemeckis's kind of Back to the Future, um, Roger Rabbit Golden Age. That was clearly well behind him. And I, I don't like those. What, what should... movies has he made? I don't know him from Adam. Oh, Robert Zemeckis. So straight off, um, you've got Back to the Future. You've got Roger Rabbit. You've got First Contact. Never seen it. Never seen Roger Rabbit? No. Goodness me. You, you want to settle down with your kids? And uh, really? who framed Roger? Oh yeah, God yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit's a classic with Bob Hoskins. Don't talk to me Mas- like this. Oh, sorry, at absolutely being appropriate now. It's not getting quite uh, aggressive, flirting now. Aggressive. I've turned into a caveman this Christmas, haven't I? I'm either wanting to fight you or kiss you, one or the other. I'm, I'm Roger Moore on acid. I've got out of control. He's so he, down. what else is he? What else is he? Uh... Uh, first contact he did. He did Forrest Gump. That's the Alien film with um, Jodie Foster where she makes contact with aliens. That wasn't as popular. I would say, uh, I keep saying Back to the Future, that, that one. Um, uh, what else? Uh, oh, Death Becomes Her. Do you remember that one with Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis of all the special effects? No. Um, oh, Cast Away. Mm-hmm. He did that no, one. Was that him? Yeah, Cast Away, um, Forrest Gump, okay. Roger Rabbit, Back okay. to the Future. You know, he's done quite a few. And then I he watched went... Jingle Jangle last week. Do you know Jingle's Jangle? Is that with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, no. Which one's that one? Jingle Jangle? Um, it's with... Oh. Sounds like I, a... I, um, I want to say Pope Williamson, but I can't think of his name. And what happens in that one? Jingle... It sounds like a Chaz and Dave song. Jingle Who's Jangle? Jingle Jangle? Not Pope Williamson. Is it a film? Jingle Jangle. Yeah, it's a film on Netflix. Oh, right, one of their straight-to-streaming-service uh, cre- Christmas TV shows. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, what's it about? Um, an inventor who kind of loses his lust for life and then regains it. And was it good? It was good. I enjoyed it. It was good. It really felt like they had thrown money at it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it at all. It didn't I feel get a like you might release. turn your nose up at it. What would the uh, film snobs say about mm, straight to streaming? <laughs> they hate the idea of straight to streaming. It hasn't gone near a silver screen. It's gone straight to Netflix. It's just like for them, it's the Audi of cinema. Do you know what I mean? It's the the littles of cinema type of thing. It put a sort of um, a nasty feeling down their spine type of thing. Like someone what got would they wet- say? Um, you know, um, streaming is the lazy man's, um, well, not real cinema. It's just, uh, you know, it's commodified, mass-produced, McDonaldized cinema vermin. McDonaldized. Yeah, McDonaldized, basically. 
Oh, thank you. It's for, for lazy people who are doing. How many ironing. men are there sat around this table? The, the in the film world. Oh, a, world? A three, three of them. I think. Three. Yeah, Jeremy and Kyle and uh, yeah, and Tim. I think the other third one's called. He doesn't speak up as much, but he's right. There. What does he say when he does speak up? He more like just uh, copies what they say. Yeah, streaming, streaming. I don't like streaming. There's no digital code. It's not silver screen. It's not sail away going through sprockets, creating lights of magic on a canvas screen. For crying out loud. Just a muck I hate these art. guys. I oh, hate they're hideous. them. They're venom, oh, they're venom. horrible. Terrible. And you want to be friends with them. Well, you've got to be friends with some. You've got to Why don't you pack. stick your middle finger up at them? But then, then I've got no one to talk to. I'm just sat on my own on a bench with a middle finger. Do you know what I mean? I'm just sort of like, you know, where am I going to go? I need someone to um, to look at and, and smile and look at the screen as a sale. Okay. That was a good cut. That was a good uh, whip pan. What's your favourite Christmas movie? Home Alone. They, no, I've never seen Home Alone. God, well, you are in for a treat, mate. It's basically... Am I? Don't say, mate. It's not a Christmas. I keep saying that, don't I? I don't know why. I think um, if you have, need to watch it with your um, children to see it through their eyes type of thing. Mm. Um, I mean, one Christmas film I saw last night, really poor was Violent Night. Have you heard of that one? No. It's basically Santa meets Die Hard. David Harbour plays Santa Claus. David Harbour plays the main um, police figure in Stranger Things. And he's married to Lily Allen, actually, a bit of celeb gossip for you. And he plays an alcoholic Santa Claus who's really lost his way with Christmas. Right. And um, he's visiting a home to give presents to a young girl. He's, you know, very, was it abbreviated? What's the word when you've had too much alcohol? What did you say? Abbreviated. I use the grammar term, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, definitely what, what, is it? What, what, is, what is the inebriated. word? Inebriated. Inebriated. There we yeah. go. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Very much the Christmas Samaritan there. You let me off the yeah. hook nice and quickly yeah. with that one. And um, What is it? Uh, abbreviated. It's <laughs> already. It's gone already. It's escaped from my uh, I'm going to let you off the hook, box. buddy. What is it? God, it's gone already. Inebriated. Inebriated. There you go. Mm. Inebriated. Mm. Um, always sounds quite Latin. Inebriated. There we are. Um, and uh, the kids' uh, parents are very rich, and suddenly terrorists turn up, and uh, they take the whole family hostage because they want their money, and Santa's in the actual house, obviously delivering gifts. And then um, he goes into John McClane mode and starts taking on all the actual hostages. I've just had a thought. Oh, yes. I, I don't know when I'm going to edit this. So people are going to be listening to this episode in sort of February. We're talking about Christmas movies. Oh, good grief. It doesn't... That's all right, isn't it? That's not the end of the world. We're moving on to fresh terrain. <laughs> so if it is February and you're listening to this and it's about Crimbo, do not panic. I hope everyone because, had a nice um, Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. I hope you had lots of joy. Not many um, spats and arguments with mothers and uncles in uh, in kitchens. You know, you didn't end up chucking gravy in anyone's face. It was full of love and respect. But well, thank you very busting, much, man. David, for uh, this first section of Random Movie Generator. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for thank having you. me. No, genuinely mean that. No, no, same to you. 100%. David Edwards Movie News. So, what's your movie news this this week, David? 
Well, there's a lot of movie news um, taking place at the moment. I mean, the, this is, I know we're not big comic book fans, neither of us, but it's important to wear this because there could be uh, comic book fans listening up. Mm. Because um, as I mentioned to you, I think a few weeks ago, James Gunn has now taken over DC, the film Doesn't director. Mean anything. Doesn't mean anything to me. James Gunn. Um, oh, don't don't try and explain it again. I'm so. But I'll, I'll be very very quick. Very quick. He has basically changed the whole DC slate, and that means Henry Cavill has been kicked out of Superman. And uh, Henry Cavill. A few oh, months... you know, I watched some uh, Christopher Reeve, um, um, sort of clippies on YouTube oh, really? yesterday. Yeah, just what happened to him. Oh, good grief! Worked early forties, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It fell off his horse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Superman fell off his horse. Yeah, it was. It was. It was quite horrific. And then he um, kept on going, didn't he? He directed film. He directed a film in his wheelchair. It was a tele- television film. So, admittedly, it was before streaming and TV. It wasn't a prestige drama, but it was a TV movie of rear view window. And rear um, view window. Yeah. What's the Hitchcock film? Rear Window. Rear Window. Rear Window. There you go. Maybe that's a sequel. Maybe I'm, I'm pushing myself creatively there. And um, sort of Rear View Window all takes place in a car and uh, he's paranoid. He's being followed through the motorway sort of thing. Mo- motorway. And heck, it's not going well for me today, is it? Flippity sky. I think it's these Christmas stars I've got it's attached not, to my head. It's not the stars. It's not the stars at the all, mo- is it? The motorway. The Dear goodness, uh, it's like I'm saying mold wine or something. Trying to leave the Christmas spirit now. We're in February for crying out loud. So what am I saying? So yes, um, he directed a TV movie. There you go. And the only way he could move around the set was blowing into a tube, which would like, then move his actual wheelchair for sorry, crying out loud. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's going to need editing. Why? Not for me to... Because there was a slight kind of... <laughs> Watch what? your step, Edwards. Watch your step, mate. I, I am the editor of this. Uh, I'm the architect of this no, podcast. No, no. Uh, so Henry Cavill, who I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't know. So I haven't seen the, are the new Superman. Superman. Are the new Superman movies good? Um, I, I thought the um, well, the thing is, it, it's a mixed bag in the sense that he did do one. He did one Superman film, which was okay. It wasn't terrible. It was Man of Steel. It was all right. It had potential. But then DC, instead of giving him a sequel, they saw what Marvel was doing with these big Avenger films when they put loads of comic book characters together. And then DC panicked, and instead of giving him a sequel, they said, right, let's just do Batman versus Superman, and then let's just do Justice League. And he never got a proper Superman sequel. But then Henry Cavill... Sorry, are you banging your desk? (laughs) Sorry, I keep thinking someone's... I don't think I. I don't think no, I. No, am. no, that's fine. That's that's fine. Make sure like that rap banging. No, 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 absolutely. Make make if I if it does sound sound as I am, do say. Then he went onto Twitter to actually announce. Finally, I'm going to get a Superman sequel. It was a big, big announcement. James Gunn took over DC. They pulled him into the office and said, "Listen, Henry, uh, we're going in a different direction." And he had to go back on Twitter. And tell everyone, uh, in actual fact, I'm not going to be Superman again. Apologies. God, imagine being cast as Superman. I know. Well, Henry Cavill is so good looking that he's nearly been uh, James Bond. Daniel Craig just took James Bond off him. Um, It was Superman. And there was someone else he was very near to being. I think he was nearly going to be a big figure in a Star Wars film. 
but um, he's so charismatic and he's just like a, a genetically designed movie star. It's like Photoshop has, has given birth to him. That um, he was endlessly in auditions. He was going to be the, the figurehead for a franchise at some point because it, he literally was going to be um, James Bond. Daniel Craig just stole it from him at the last. Who minute. from who? Um, Henry, Henry Cavill Cam- was going to oh, be James really? Bond. But it's oh. Daniel Craig um, just got at the last minute because Barbara Broccoli wanted to go into a more gritty territory because the Bourne Identity films are so successful. If it wasn't for that, it was his. But also, um, there was lots of other films that he was very near to getting. Yeah. And also, um, before Brandon Routh was Superman, the Brian Singer Superman, um, he nearly got it back then. Because I mean, he, just, he just looks like Superman, doesn't he? I mean, he's just genetically incredible. Um, what other news have you got? Have you got anything other than comic? Um, Tarantino's next project is going to be a, t- a TV show. A lot of people are upset about that. Oh. Not going to be a film. It's going to be a TV show. What is he's, it? He's not said. He says he's written it, eight episodes. He's redrafting it. And um, it's going to be a TV show. It won't be a film. This next what one. What do you think it'll be? Have you heard anything on your little vloggies? Uh, there was a podcaster who said he, he told him what the idea was after the podcast, and he says it's fascinating. He just left it there. But he says, I love that you know you get these little tidbits. Well, I mean, you know, God, well, you know, they're, they're only from from podcasts. It's not like I've literally got my uh, my head to the. Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, God, say so why am I saying that? I'm, I've got to sell this podcast. What? Yeah, I know. There's I know. me like doing it down. It's so British of me. It's like you've got Hugh Grant. Yeah, well, on okay, the, uh, Let, let's do this again then. I love that you've got these little tidbits, and I bloody love that you love these tidbits. And let's get a knife and fork and bloody chow down with Mandy and the uh, and the audience. So it's going to be a TV series. Eight episodes. He's done For who? one. Um, Oh, he hasn't. He hasn't started bidding yet. He hasn't gone out. He's written them. He's shown it to his agent. His agent's very impressed. I mean, he's not going to be, and it's going to be a bidding war basically. And he's, he says he's got to rewrite them. Uh, it's in redraft mode, and um, and uh, yeah, he's, he's going to hopefully start filming them next year. Wow. No one knows what it's about. Are you excited by that, or are you are you a Tarantino fan? I'm not. Do you know what? I'm more um, fascinated by the man than the films. I love a Tarantino interview. I lap it up like a cat yeah. cream. Can I, mean, I see I, what it looks like when you're lapping up a Tarantino interview? Like a Greek god, just sort of like... Or when you, if, you, if you're drinking cream. Oh. Oh, just like really getting, just like in a meditative trance. You know when you're just like in the middle of a Hagendas tub where it's like crack cocaine. I know what you mean. Just like, you know, not like I'm doing this. Yeah, I think, well, I really, think it was the tongue I was looking for. Oh, yeah, yeah, anything. definitely. Like some kind of like uh, alligator creature. Do alligators you have mean? tongues? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Do alligators have tongues? I'm trying to think what, what does have a large tongue, like a whale. Like a whale's yeah. tongue type of thing, like Pinocchio finds himself on. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about that, Tarantino. Yeah. Other things... There's um, a lot of new trailers that have come out that sound really interesting. I'll tell you one film that looks interesting. You're going to think to yourself, what on earth, Edwards? But the new Barbie trailer dropped, as the kids call it. No, um, you mentioned this before. And did you mention this? Say so yes. it's going to be good. Is it yeah. Ryan 
Uh, no. Warren Reynolds is playing Ken. Okay. Margie, Margot Robbie is playing that's Barbie. That's it. Yeah, that's it. But then yeah. Noah Baumbach is writing it. And that's he's very, it. And then Greta Gerwig is directing it. Right. And it seems to be. It seems to be. Why did I say right? I don't know who she is. Um, Greta Gerwig. She um, she directed Little Women and um, oh, for goodness sake, I can't believe I just forget these. These, these you know, it's just ridiculous. What's I'll start to say, what's the point? I thought I was going to have an existential crisis then. Easy. Yeah, it really went off into one then. But it's just like annoying. It's uh, a very don't well you know film. what movie she made, David? Remove him from the dining hall. I know, indeed. It's just like, well, they are the voices in my head. Come on, come on, come on. Quick, 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 quick. Why? Why has everything got to be quick? Why don't you say no? Stop. The film only came out a few years ago. It's not like I'm thinking of some kind of Latin 1970s, you know. Tell us the film. Yeah, she did one. Um, Oh, God, it's completely gone. She won. She got nominated for Oscars for it. It was a big, big deal. And uh, she did that. It was before Little Women. Um, And it's completely left my memory. Absolutely hideous. Um, Oh, well, well, thank you so much for this week's movie news. Absolutely. Thank you, sir, for listening. I think, bar- oh, one other thing I'll say on the movie news thing is that um, basically, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find the name of this this film right now as we speak. And, um, Chris Nolan is making Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Uh, Oppenheimer? Is that the name of, um, it's Lady Bird, the film I was trying to work out. Absolutely horrific. Oppenheimer is the, the name of the guy who created the nuclear bomb. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. There we go. Uh, you say Oppenheimer, I say Oppenheimer. You know, <laughs> one or the other. Do you know what I mean? Simple as that. I think we're both still getting to the cinema. Yeah, Put it yeah, that yeah. Way, which is the main thing. Yeah. You, and, you, you'll um, just get a little look from the person behind the absolutely. counter. Absolutely. And I'll just say, well, you know, I am what I am. So I'll be the person behind the counter. Yeah. Uh, how can I help? I'd like to see open um, behind you. No, Oppenheimer. no, no. You wouldn't say that. No, no, no I wouldn't say Oppenheimer. Uh, uh, how can I help? Can I have two tickets for Oppenheimer, please? Oppenheimer doesn't do you know what I mean? basically it's a nuclear bomb basically Chris Nolan wants to do are we still are we still am I still the guy behind the counter basically it's a nuclear bomb yeah it's simple as that it's the Chris can I see the Chris Nolan nuclear bomb film please in IMAX he likes to do everything live action and he's boasted that he's managed to do a nuclear explosion live action, and he just left it there. So it doesn't make any sense, really. But the uh, the, the 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 Hollywood press have just gone nuts for it in a big, big way. I wish you would make a film, and I wish the Hollywood press would go nuts for your film. I bloody wish I. Do you know what? I wouldn't want that. I don't know what you'd be. What would you be like with all that attention? Paranoid, looking over yeah. my shoulder, getting ready for my, um, you know, um, things to to drop and just go horrifically wrong for me. What's it called? Um, waiting for, you, for, you, for that shoe to drop, isn't it? Whatever, it'd be like that. Do you know what I mean? Just like constant waiting for what? Paranoid. Waiting for the shoe to drop. Waiting for the shoe to drop. That's, That's a well-known saying. saying, isn't it? Is it? Waiting for the yes. shoe to drop. Never heard of that. Waiting, waiting, waiting for, for the, the shoe, shoe to drop. It's something in that vein. Drop. Oh yeah, the meaning. Oh, to thank, defer God exists. Or... thank God wait it exists. Thank God it exists. Wait for the other shoe to drop. Wait for the other shoe to drop. There we go. Thank you, David, for this week's movie news. Not a problem, sir. Not a problem at all.
So, um, this week's movie review, I can't remember. And anyone uh, watching live now, uh, hello again, everyone. Thanks very much for. Is there anyone there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wowzers. Yeah, I lovely. Like we were even streaming. Um, yeah, thank you, everyone, for turning up and watching. Um, what was I going to say? I, so, we're going to be. I haven't edited a couple of. So, you won't have seen. Anyway, we're all back to front at the moment, but which movie are you reviewing on this live episode? Well, interestingly, we've just done a full circle unknowingly, and we're back to Robert Zemeckis. Uh, Robert Zemeckis's The Witches, which came out in 2020. Animation? Uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, live action, but lots of CGI. The Witches? Oh, Okay. Is this, it's called The Witches, isn't is this it? It's Roald Dahl. Dahl. Yeah, the Roald Dahl one, The Witches. I am right, aren't I? It's The Witches, Roald Dahl, 2020. Yeah. Is uh, it The Robert Witches? Zemeckis. Is it as simple as The Witches? It is The Witches. Sorry. Yeah, Thank The Witches. God. I was going to yeah. say, I, 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 you know, I've got... No, my, no, no, my no, my no, not already. no, no, no. You look I was nice myself, tonight. Oh, oh hang on. Mandy just said you look nice tonight. Yeah. Thank you. I doff my hat and I sprinkle Christmas joy away of my three stars. What are you doing for Christmas? She's just asked, what are you doing for Christmas? And she said it in a sarcastic manner. I know she did sarcasm in the last jingle. No, she didn't. Fair enough. I'm going to be um, spending Christmas with my family, the Edwards tribe. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, this is going to be so frustrating for people listening in February or whatever, but um, me and David got some presents for one another to open. Mine, mine have mine hasn't turned up at your place, not yet. No, and yours turned up at mine. I'll tell you what happened. So a package arrived, and me and Nomi sat on the sofa. What's this? So we opened it and we looked at it. What's this? And Nomi went, "Oh, who's this from?" I don't know. I have no genuinely no idea. Oh, okay. All right. No, I don't know. And I started thinking, have I got some nutcase stalker? God, yeah. When you said that to me, I was like, yeah, you would think that if you didn't quite know it in context. Just trying to, what's the message here? It was doing my head in. Anyway, you sent me that. Absolutely. I just think it's good bedtime reading for you for 2023. It's called... Um, it really freaked us out for probably four minutes. It's a children's book. No, no, no. It's da- I think it's David. I think it's David. Yeah. It certainly is. It's called Love Triangle. And it really is a um, an, an inside view on the troubles that can, can take place when there is a love triangle. Is it? It's all about love triangles. Yes, it's a love triangle. It's about threes a crowd. Is it from uh, the library? Um, how, how do you mean the library? An imprint of... Oh, that is bizarre. It shouldn't be from a library. I got it from Amazon. That is odd. I don't understand that. That's not good. First of all, it's turned up late. Secondly, it's from a library. Oh, for goodness sake. That's absolute crap. That really is absolute crap. Honest to God, I bought that. That's not... um, That shouldn't be secondhand. That shouldn't be secondhand at all. Two thousand eighteen has come from a bloody library. Well, there you go, friend. Um, but friend, even friend. Brilliant. But even so, um, the content within it is um, is relevant. I think between what well, I'll did talk my about present the not come? 
your present did not come. Fuck. What did you think of your present, the love triangle? I did loved it. Relevance. I absolutely loved it. I you, loved me, it. and the robot. It's a love triangle. I'm yeah, I really liked out. it. It's a shame it came I'm from just, a library. I'm just tracking where my present is to you. Uh, expected by the 21st. Oh, well. Whatever. Oh, for goodness sake. Don't worry. It's fine. It's not your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> anyway. no, 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 not at all. So we're reviewing the witches. Can you reveal what it is? Or should we leave it kind of, oh, keep it under the old Christmas Santa hat? Very wise. The witches. Um, it's Robert Zemeckis. Uh, once again, it's CGI heavy. The man has got a real penchant for computer graphics. Um, it went straight to streaming on Amazon. How did you feel sitting down to watch The Witches? Well, yeah, I, Zemeckis is, is hit and miss. You know what I mean? He, he's, you know, sometimes he can really pull it out. I think he's turned into a bit of a Francis Ford Coppola in the sense that he had this beautiful golden period in the 80s, like Coppola had in the 70s. And you're always hoping he's going to come back. It's like um, they still give money to William Freakin to make money because he had that period in the 70s where he did French Connection and Exorcist. And he was just like, you know defecating golden nuggets. I know that's a bit of a dark, that's not a nice metaphor, not very Christmassy, but I think Hollywood always pray at some point. It's like Paul Schrader, he's come back a bit more into the groove, isn't he? You know, he had his taxi driver raging ball period and now he's done Is a he few... just a screenwriter or does he direct? Oh, he's a director as well, but he's primarily a screenwriter. That's what he was famous for, for doing raging what's ball he, and taxi what's driver. What's he directed? Um, he did that film with Ethan uh, Hawke recently about the priest. Um... That did very, very well. He also did American Gigolo with Richard Gere that was very popular. He did Cat People, a thriller. That was popular. Um, so he has directed a few, but really the stuff that he's really famous for was the scripts that he did with Martin Scorsese. So The Witches, you sat down to watch it. Open-minded. You never know. It's Semeckis. And um, it was a bad... It's not a bad film. The you worst start is- 80% of your reviews going... Yeah, it wasn't bad, you know. The thing is, life's like you that. You hate it? movies. I think deep down, maybe I do. I don't know. I've got <laughs> very, I've got very specific expectations. Is is I have noticed that about myself. You know, if if they don't fit in exactly Picky what I McPickerson. want, I'm very much like that. What would Picky McPickerson look like? Picky McPickerson would be a um. Very large, oval-faced, quite plump uh, chap, uh, wearing almost 1930s clothing with big braces. And um, just he'll eat it, he'll consume it, but he won't be impressed with it afterwards. He'll burp and say, well, I suppose that filled a bit of a hole. Mm. And that'll be it. It's like, what did you eat it then, mate? Mm. Well, right. what else is there? Right. Um, I don't know I'm going with that. <laughs> but... Um, it is very much, um, goodness me, you know, I'm just looking at my notes here. Yeah. And um, it says the writer for The Witches was Robert Zemeckis and also uh, Guillermo uh, del Toro. Mm-hmm. So maybe he must have done a draft. I can't say anyone's names. G-U-I-L-L-E-R-M-O, Guillermo uh, del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. It's horrific. It's really horrific. Do you know what? I don't know what happened. It's about this podcast where I just have an inability to read anything or actually string any sentences together. 
I mean, it, it doesn't was, matter. It, it doesn't it, matter. It, it, it's a shame. You we know, all know what you're trying to say, and that's you know, but, which means you've you've done I, I the job. I managed to get through day to day life without this sort of um, happening. I think it's because there's such a focus upon the verbal word that um, I sort of stumble. I'm like hyper conscious of it. I don't quite know. But um, he must have been um, selected to direct this. And then Semeckis took over, and then Semeckis focused on an earlier draft. I don't so, know The Witches as a story. It's, it's the one Dahl book I haven't... Basically, a young boy goes on holiday to a hotel, to keep it really basic, and in the hotel is a witches convention, and they're planning to actually not just take over the hotel, but, you know, they've got like, this big kind of supernatural kind of conspiracy. But the, the important thing with this film is um, it's... A, well, obviously it's based on the Roald Dahl book, but there was a 1990s version by Nicholas Rogue that starred Angelica Houston that's very, very popular, that people have got a lot of nostalgia to, and immediately you're going to compare it to that. And I think that became problematic when I was watching it because Nicholas Rogue's version is far more superior. Oh, I've got a problem with Angelica Houston's face. But the thing is, for this role, you are right, but this role, it morphed into a witch. Very, you know, She very... feels like she would look like your film nerds. Oh, yeah, she's definitely got that vibe about her, hasn't she? Oh, absolutely. But then um, the witch morphing with that face works perfectly because it's a case of, yeah, I can see that a witch is hiding behind that human-style feature type of thing. Whereas, um, and also a lot of the Nicholas Rogue special effects in The Witches um, is physical, real special effects, more in keeping with um, American Werewolf in London. So you've got that body horror transformation because the witches turn kids into mice, into little rat creatures. So you actually see their their body morph with animatronics. Whereas um, with this one, the witches, you get the um, the changing, but it's very CGI cartoony, and you get almost like green smoke appears and like clothing going up in the air and it's got more of a cartoony element it hasn't got that feel that very real physicality that nicholas rose rogues um sort of 1991 had it's like robert Semeckis is just into his motion capture and his cgi and it creates a wall let's listen to a little clip from the movie please now Children. 
Interesting. Mm, absolutely. I'd say um, the other thing I had a problem with was at that. How um, many how many sittings did this take to watch? Three. Fucking hell. I'll tell you what it is. This is what this film is. It's a streamer film. It's it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly competently executed. It's to do is to keep the kids occupied. You can watch it too while you do your ironing. It's not designed for cinema. It's not worth cinema. But it was fine to sit there and watch. Do you know what I mean? I mean, some of the CGI is impressive. I, um, Anna Hathaway's accent was appalling. It kept zigzagging all around Europe from like um, Sweden to Germany. But there's some quite impressive moments. For instance, there's a flashback with a car accident that's important to the young uh, child's character arc. And that was done very dramatically. Stanley Tusi is the um, Tushi as the uh, hotel manager is quite amusing. It's like this overly snobbish hotel manager. Um, and there is some impressive special effects. At one point, um, Anna, um, Anna Hathaway's mouth opens up and she's got mouths within mouths, like an abyss of mouths. And uh, the CGI's work quite well for that. But then other times she's hovering around the room, firing lasers out of her eyeballs. And I'm just thinking, this this feels like a cartoon. It hasn't got that kind of physicality. You know, that actual um, prosthetic. I like that. Feeling. I like what you're doing with your fingers. Absolutely. Like Indiana Jones about to yeah. pick up the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, I felt like you were. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that where you got that from? Um, maybe, subconsciously. That's that's what well, my Deborah brain is Maiden, referencing. Deborah Maiden does that. Do you know oh, that's Maiden? true. I don't know Deborah Meaden. Who's that? That's uh, uh, Dragon's Den. Oh, yes, absolutely. She does do that just before she's going to do it. It looks like you're um, a, a villain playing around with your moustache as well. Yeah. Like yeah. Sort of like, you know. Yeah. Well, David, The Witches uh, by Robert Zemeckis. How many chalk ices out of five are you going to give it? competent three it's as simple as Knew that it. it's not you know and how many right. fives have we had we've probably done 20 25 films 20 films we've had two fives a couple of fours threes twos it's all threes and twos i mean unfortunately that is life I feel is sorry for you I feel so- is it why is it the random movie generator is it mandy oh, mandy's, oh laughing. Yeah, mandy's laughing oh yeah i imagine it's lots to do with mandy if there's a conspiracy mandy's in the room simple as that do what what are you talking about now you need to give that love triangle book a read friend because you know it does it'll open your eyes to a lot of mischief that love triangles can create nothing to do with i'm just saying yeah absolutely nothing to do with you it's basically you know it's called tango and cash it's not called tango and cash and mandy if that makes sense it was just you and me doing this podcast and suddenly this robot was wheeled in and ever since it's crazy I'm, then again it is called the random generator without her there there'd be no random generating so uh don't you know don't go anywhere well i do want it to stay there because she said the whole idea of the podcast i'm kind of burning bridges a bit now well thank you very much david for this week's movie review Thank you, sir. Thank you. No, I, I really love your movie reviews. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. I do. That sounded... No, no, I no. Actually, it should sound genuine. Definitely. Every, every little section we do, movie news, movie review, 
I get excited. I don't oh, know. I'm glad. I'm, you know, thank God. Thank God you are. I just fear the day you won't be excited and just, oh, God, what Well, we, we won't do be now? doing the pod. It'll just be like, should we give it a break? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, things come to an end. Oh, it will do. Oh, you, you say it to me. You'll go, oh, I can't do Saturday. Oh, okay. What about next Saturday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Although I've got to go. Got oh, to no. To what a disaster. Oh, just I be guess. honest. If you don't want to do it, say it. Night. That's just horrific when that happens, though, isn't it? So, all right, that's not, that's not a problem. It's fine. Yeah, so not, not an issue. It's not, uh, you know, I haven't got my alarm set every Saturday morning to uh, to do a, a podcast of a certain summer. It's not. It's not going to create a massive hole in my life. It's not an issue. Move on. Move on to uh, rosier horizons. David Edwards movie tip. Rosier Horizons. So, David, what's this week's movie tip? Movie tip. Now, this is an interesting one, whereby, um, well, yeah, absolutely, I'll allow you people to But everyone kept banging on about this film. It's called Cow, and it's a documentary. Oh, what is this? It's by um, Andrea Arnold. And it's a, it's a documentary, but it's filmed very much in the style of a narrative, like a fly on the wall documentary. And it's and she follows a cow through its entire life cycle. Wow! And um, wow, it is very impressive. She did two. She's done a lot of big films on Andrea Arnold. Well, in the art house vein, she did Fish Tank, which was like a sort of um, social realism council state based. Um, is that good? Movie. I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, Fish Tank is good. Yeah. Um, is that about fatherhood? It's basically about a mother and a daughter, and the mother has a new boyfriend, and um, you never quite know if there's a sexual tension towards him and the daughter, or if he's, oh. he's taking on more of a Fucking father. Hell, have you seen Damage? It's, it's Michael Fassbender who plays the father. Damage? What's that about? No. Oh, have you not seen Jack Damage? I mean, I don't think it's any good. I remember watching it. I've watched it two or three times. It's really tense. It's Jeremy Irons. Oh, that rings a bell. Is it an 80s film? No. I think it must maybe it's late seven uh nineties now. It's about a guy ninety-two, fuck, psychological thriller. Uh Juliette Binoche, Miranda Richardson, Jeremy Hart. It's a fucking good film from what I remember. Wow, it's I horrible. Check that out. I don't it's know horrible. about that anything about that. It's about a guy who has a relationship with his son's girlfriend. A father who has a relationship with his son's girlfriend. Sort of Lolita-esque kind of elements. Bloody hell, okay. It's really, it's really full on. I have yeah. to definitely check that out. That does sound interesting. Yeah. A dark hook like that with some uh, interesting anti-heroes. Well, not anti-heroes if you're doing that. You're just a villain, aren't you? Full stop. Damage. It does ring a bell, Jeremy Irons, definitely. Rupert Graves. Yeah, uh, Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress and Best Actress. Oh, blimey, it did go down well then with the uh, Academy. Yes. Anyway, you were saying, you were saying. Cow is basically a, uh, follows a, uh, a cow from a calf, hood, all the way to um, the monotony. That's just, that is a term I've come up with myself there. Um, what they could have called it, calf hood. No, it might be, calf hood. Um, and it's very much a case of... Uh, bub, 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 um, uh, we watch Luma uh, live their, live uh, her life, 
living in the fields of the British countryside and, or, or caved in in a cage. You see the farmers as well, but it's filmed very much like a, a narrative, a story. It's Fly on the Wall What's documentary. Called? It's called Cow. And it is very emotional. It's by um, Andrea uh, Arnold. Andrea yeah. Arnold. She did um, Fish Tank. She then did American Honey with Shia LaBeouf. She's well known for these very um, in-depth character study art house films. Do you know um, After Sun? Yes. Uh, the film. That's very much Ar uh, Andrea Arnold-esque style, you know, does very well at the Biffers and things like that, you know. Social realism. Um, and for, an, for have a you seen After Sun yet? I've seen the beginning of After Sun. I have not seen the whole of it. Did you get bored? Um, do you know what? I didn't. I got very into it. I, I thought it's, it's got well, a very good... Well, what did you do? Where did you go? I, um, I have issues with my buffering, unfortunately. Simple as that. Sort of playing up my film experience, which is rather annoying. And so sort of uh, he's very, watching it on his uh, laptop, and it's buffering. Very buffering is first world problems, isn't it? Buffering. And that was, was Jeremy. Meow. Yeah. Look at you. Thirty-five pure thirty-five millimeter, wandering through the sprockets of a real camera doesn't buffer. It shines, and it shows holy magic on the canvas of life. Digital Nazi bufferer. All right, Jeremy, I have to bring up the war. Just trying to watch a bit of British cinema. Just trying to join in with, you know, current affairs. I okay, thought it was, now. I thought it was quite good in places. It's good use of camcorder. And that that chap who plays the dad, he was in Normal People. Um, he's doing bloody well, isn't he? Flippity skip. He, he, he appeared in that. I, I can't remember anyone's name. I mean, I don't even don't ask me what your name is because I think it'd be embarrassing. What is my name? Um, David Earl. There you go. Didn't what about if you got it wrong? What's my name? Um, uh, David Pearl. Normal people. Normal people is a um, Paul Mascal. Now, normal people is uh, a BBC Three drama that did incredibly well. Paul Pascal was pretty much taken off the streets. I don't mean he was homeless. But um, he didn't even have an agent. And since then, he's done incredibly well. And now the American Film Critic Awards have nominated him for Best Actor alongside Tom Cruise, Brendan Fraser, and uh, that chap who played Elvis, Butler. Um, so now he's, he's rubbing shoulders with some big wigs. We've really gone off subject here. Cow. Right. Um, so you recommend Cow? Yeah, absolutely. That's it, your movie it, tip. Any other tips? No, none of us actually. Just trying to think of any Christmas films of any. I recommend. Um, can I recommend Jingle Jangle? Please do. You know please what? Do. It had some bloody good music. In it, bloody good songs in it. And I turned to my uh, Naomi. I turned to Naomi. And I said, "This is a bloody good. This has got some good song." John Legend. Oh really? Do you know I'm amazed I haven't heard of this. So John Legend wrote the music for this. Yeah. Wow. Um, Forest Forest Whitaker. Oh, let me He's have a lovely. Look at this, then. That He's is, lovely. Um... So watchable. Um, who else? Um, the guy from Key and Peel. Jingle Jangle. Which this one? is just ridiculous. I haven't really heard of this. Did this come uh, out Hugh last Bonneville? year? Oh, it came out in 2020. A Christmas Journey. Right. Okay. It's good. And it's straight on Netflix. Right. It's a streaming film. Mm. It does look good fun, doesn't it? It is David good. It does e. not. Talbot. It does not feel tacky, cheap. Feels like they threw money at it. And the character who's got like a joypad as a face looks quite fun. What? 
and there's a character who looks like he's got a joy pad, you know, like a, um, uh, you know, like a joystick joy pad as a face as one of I the uh, animated characters. Oh, really? Don't remember that. Um, oh, I tell you, who's in it. Um, Bill Cosby's wife is it? Um, what's her name? Hugh Bonneville's in it as well. Oh, I thought you could say Hugh Bonne. Um, anyway, is it Phyllis? Anyway, it's great. That's my movie tip. It does look very good. Definitely, I'll, have to, I'll definitely check that out. I mean, anyone who's near the cinema, don't go near um, uh, Violent Night. Oh, it was just like a... It's one of those films where it felt like a fever dream afterwards. It's just like, what on earth have I watched? How, I mean, how many people watching it? Uh, there were... Well, it's Avatar 2. and I couldn't get in to see Avatar 2, unfortunately. Oh, have you not seen that yet? No, I tried Ooh. to queue to see it. And he I still hasn't seen Avatar 2! I know. <laughs> Did he book your tickets? Did you? Fool. Amateur mistake, naughty, naughty, naughty step for you. Well, thank um, you, David, for this week's movie tip. Absolutely not a problem. Not a problem. David Edwards, random movie Here we go, it's time to start randomly generating things. Now we randomly generate. Here we go. Is there many people in the live streaming or? Uh, 3,000. Goodness me, is that, is that um, French for three? I don't know. Is there is? Absolutely, Let's just, just focus on the game, Dave. Don't focus on the audience. Here we go, it's my favorite bit. Here we Mandy's go, chugging away in the background. Oh, and she's pl- she's got bells. Actually, turn the bells off, Mandy. That's too much. Put this out in February. Got, those bells have got a shrill to them that I don't enjoy. Right. So this is where you choose uh, three films and then pick one blindfoldedly to review for next week. So wonderful. Here we go. Let's go for it. <clears throat> so bear with David. The genre. Please tell Mandy when to stop. Stop. Drama. Right, okay, well, drama's always a good good, good place to be. I'm confident with that. And the decade? Stop. 2000s. Okay, well, that, that sounds very um, positive. Mandy, would you please generate... And he's generated four food, four films, and you need to pick one. And he's spinning the films. Please tell Mandy when to stop. Stop. Miracle. Is that the Sandra Bullock one about the um, football player? I think it might be, might be, or hockey, Kurt Russell. Oh, it could be Kurt Russell ice hockey. It could be that. Uh, Who's on the front? No idea. No idea. Uh, When did it come out? Oh, 2004. Yeah, I think it's probably the uh, the um, the Russell one. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Well, it is. It definitely is the Kurt Russell. Yeah, so I think it's like... Miracle. Miracle, okay. Okay, so if you'd like to pick the next genre. Hang on. Here we go. Stop. Romance. Ooh. 
Ooh. And now the decade. Stop. 1970s. Okay. I'm a big fan of that era. So that's romance. Bear with, sorry. That's romance. 1970s. Mm. And Mandy, please generate. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking hell. They're all great. Oh, really? Okay, that's good. Okay. Maddie, please spin the movies. Oh, fucking hell, there's one I really want you to land on. Fucking hell. Part of my language. Okay, David, please. It's a good era, 70s, isn't it? It's a very good era. Please um, tell Mandy when to stop. Stop. Oh, fucking hell, you've landed on it. Oh, what is it? Last Tango in Paris. Goodness me. I've never seen that. I'm well aware of it, though. Goodness me. Have you watched Last Tango in Paris? No, I haven't. I've seen clippets. I've seen clippets of the fridge scene. And I, I, uh, I didn't I go back seen for any more. Scene. Yeah, that's pretty horrific. Okay. And Mandy. Please, David. Uh, choose the genre. Stop. Comedy. Ooh. Bit of humour. Decade. Stop. 2020s. Oh, now this will be interesting. Well, what are the comedies in 2020? I mean, they don't, they rarely get a cinema release. I'd Mandy, be very please interested. generate. I'd be very interested to know what these, what these are, because they go, all go to streaming these days. I mean, what was the last time there was a big comedy? Okay, I mean, okay, here we go. David, Mandy has generated four movies, comedies from the 2020s. Please tell her when to stop spinning. Stop. Back to the Outback. What is that? Eric Banner, Tim Minchin, Guy Pearce, Isla Fisher. Really? Yeah. How bizarre is that? That's a massive cast. I've never heard of it. Guy Pearce, Isla Fisher and Eric Banner. Yeah. How bizarre. I've never heard of that in my life. Okay. Did straight hit. to streaming or something? Or Here we go. Okay. David? Uh, Mandy has jumbled up uh, the films. A, B and C. It's now uh, over to you to pick one of those letters to see which movie you are going to review. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, sneeze away. Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy it. There you go. Okay. Quite therapeutic to you know, have that oh, rush of adrenaline for your nostrils. Yeah. Oof. A, B or An C. Air tunnel of love. Um, over to you. Back to the Outback. Oh, back to the Outback. I've never heard of that in my life. Absolutely gutted. Well, if you want me to look at um, no, last time, no, no, play like, the game, know. play the game correctly. Um, that is back to the Outback. Yeah, that is a strange old one, isn't it? I'll have to. Um, 
So I'm just having a look at it now because I've never heard of it. And that's a massive cast. And it's two neighbour stars there, isn't it? Are you sure it's called Back to the Outback? Are you sure it's a film? Back, Back to, to the Outback. To the Back Out. to the Outback. Okay, yeah, I found it. Here we go. Oh, it's an animated film. It's not live action. It's animated. Oh, dear. Right, then. So, David, thank you so much for this week. Should we answer three questions for the patrons? Absolutely. This film looks looks pretty awful, but it doesn't matter. No, I'm, no, um, no, 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 no. No. Quite right. You know, don't don't be a small sport, David. Thank you so much, David, for this week. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, please like and subscribe because it fills us uh, with... Um, what does it fill us full of? I don't know, really. Oh, God, it fills us with lust and love. And that's too much, sorry. It fills us with... Yeah, um, I don't know what it is. It's, it's all it, no, it fills empty. us with hope for crying yeah, out loud, it does. doesn't it? Yeah. Thank you, David. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And we're now going to hopefully answer three questions from the patrons who are currently watching. So I'm going to actually go into YouTube Oh, now. wow. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Au revoir. Take care of yourself this. now. Absolutely. And I thank you for your editing. I really do. Do you? No, I do genuinely thank you for the editing. What's that? Do you? Yes, I do. Genuinely. What was that? I thought you'd heard something in the background. See you later. Cheers. That was like a Ray Winston moment, that was. I was like, where are we going with this? No, I do genuinely respect your editing, sir. Go to bed knowing that when you're sitting in your suit, know that I appreciate everything.